What's up, everybody? Episode 10. That's my too short voice on getting it. It's uh, album number 10. Short dogs in the house. No, never mind. So, uh, episode 10, did you ever think we'd get this far? Well, I was hoping because I had so much fun after the first one that I just felt like it was a neat thing to do. And like I said before on one of the podcasts, as much as my kids enjoy watching other kids unwrap their presents instead of playing with their own, I felt like this was a great idea. And we've often talked about the nostalgia behind it and taking us back to our childhood. So I'm hoping 10 turns into 20. That's right. It should. I mean, I have a lot of fun doing it. So. Shout out to myjunkwaxbox.com. That Michael Jordan sticker right there you see on the box. That's the one we pulled in episode nine. Hoping for good luck in episode ten. Uh, but first we're going to talk some junk. Since week one of the NFL season has wrapped up, what's your initial reaction to week one? Well, I know a lot. I, there's a lot of junk from week one. No doubt. The, first every, first is, half, every first half of the 1 p.m. games was junk. Well, I end up tying my fantasy football game this week, which is like kissing your sister. Um, <laughs> uh, and I have McPherson, who missed an extra point in a field goal. Ooh. I got Zach Taylor because we pick a coach, and if your team wins – that's a point. Then I also had Burrow, who gets minus two for every interception. So um, I would say not only did the Bengals cost me misery in real life, they also cost my fantasy team to tie. And then I got put out in week one in King of the Hill. Did too. We picked the, the Tennessee Titans could not even beat the New York Giants at home. And not to mention fat Randy Bullock, a former Bengal, Cost me king of the hill. He bungled. Yes. The <laughs> Bengals bungled. After a Super Bowl run in week one, they bungled. Which leads me to ask you. I thought about that this week. Do you feel like teams should start playing their starters some in the preseason? That's because what not I told only Burrow, Brady struggled. That's what I told my dad. The first half of the 1 p.m. games, it was trash. And I feel like it's because they didn't do that dress rehearsal that you know, they had done they had done for 20 years with four preseason games, and now there's three preseason games, uh, and players are getting paid even more now. So it's like can't let them get hurt. But at the same time, you're sacrificing some key reps, I think, to get that continuity going, especially with a new offensive line, man. Well, and – I, I'm not for one that's worried about the Bengals because I know how good that offense is, and I know Burrow's a competitor. Burrow's um, he's just a he's a fighter, and and if they lose next week or the next two weeks, or whatever, it won't be because he played bad. He's going to fix it, and he's going to fix fix it quick. Right. Yeah. And how soon do we forget that? You know, we were playing the Steelers for like five consecutive seasons and couldn't get even close to a dub. So, and the Bengals a, played as a, yeah they played they played as bad as they could and still had an extra point away from winning in regulation. That that comes to my next point. 
If we pull a long snapper out of any NFL pack that we open, there's no slander to be made on long snappers anymore. No, because if I'm not mistaken, there was another team, and I don't remember who it was. I felt like there was another team who uh, I don't know if they lost the if it lost them the game or whatever, but they had a long snapper mishap that affected the game at that time. And I Man. can't remember who it was, but. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm I'm tired of the people already saying last year's Bengals run was a fluke. You know, it's week one. Yeah. They're going to win the next 16 well, or 15 or however many. The Bengals, it had been so long since they, they appeared in a Super Bowl. I think the majority of NFL fans are probably like, had to be a fluke, right? But, I mean, what – what Super Bowl run isn't fluky? Like, I felt like the Patriots for a decade and a half were the luckiest franchise in professional sports. They had Good all point. the breaks fall their way just about every playoff game. I mean, the tuck rule, it doesn't even happen without the tuck rule. None of Well, it- and, you know, the last thing I'm going to say about the Bengals because I could go on you know, just because I was so frustrated. But, yeah, you know, all these people are saying it was a fluke. There's a couple points that shows you just how good this Bengals team is. One, their defense played phenomenal. Because, which leads me to my second point, anytime a team has a minus five turnover differential and you still have a chance to win in regulation, your defense should have already given up 28 points by now. Minus five in the turnover column should mean 49 to nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. And the Bengals still had a chance. I'm not a bit worried. Yeah. They'll get healthy this week against Dallas. Yeah. Poor Dallas. Well, unless we make Cooper Rush look like an all pro. Right. (laughs) Okay. So we're ready to do this. This is the three packs that we have uh, for this week. The first one will be NFL Pro Set 1991 Series 2. That's got long snapper written all over it. No doubt. Then we got uh, 88 Donruss Baseball. Ooh, I love that. That should have a stick of gum in it. I don't think it does. I know, but it should. Should. Um, 91 Fleer Basketball. Now, last week, which pack was it? The football pack that was just hot garbage? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the football pack was hot garbage. We've had a lot of luck with basketball and baseball recently. It's about time for football to carry its weight. Well, we're about to find out because 91 91 Series 2 Pro Set. There should be some goats in here. This one's tough to get into. Man. I saw a lot of pe- a lot of people that do this type of stuff on uh, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. They have one of those Exacto knives to like cheat and open up the pack. Maybe I should invest in one of those. Well, they don't want to. They don't want to uh, take them out of mint condition by the rustling with your hands. And all right. Oh, first card's a bangle. We got Randy Holman. I remember Randy Holman. 
with a nice. It's catch. Rodney Holman, isn't it? Or, yeah, we're sorry, Rodney Holman. Tied in Rodney Holman, yeah. Pretty cool back of these cards, too. Oh, yeah, I like that. Kind of the uh, landscape view. Yeah. We got. Sorry, they're sticking together. We got Packers tied in Ed West. He must have been a blocking specialist. I was going to say, mean, from that picture, he appears to be a blocking tight how, end. How often does a tight end get in a picture where they're just like standing there with their hands up? That probably was a preseason footage, too. <laughs> Ooh, we got Lion Safety Benny Blades. Ooh, Benny Blades. We've got Phoenix Cardinals linebacker Ken Harvey. Oh. I really like the backs of those cards. Yeah, pretty cool. Oh. Chargers running back Ronnie Harmon. Ronnie mm. Harmon. Not familiar with Ronnie Harmon. I'm I probably heard of him at one time, but he doesn't stick in my mind. Nice stiff arm shot plus the 15-yard face mask. Yeah. Personal foul. That, that probably mask. wasn't that probably wasn't even called in 91. <laughs> Ooh, Phoenix Cardinals corner, Aeneas Williams. At one point in time, he was the best at his position. Yeah. That's, that's probably Phoenix. the best Phoenix Cardinal we've gotten. I was getting ready to say that. That's got to be the best Phoenix Cardinal. New England Patriots running back, Leonard Russell. I mean, this is a ridiculous photo because it's all Patriots and he's falling. It's like. Well, I don't like the fact that you, it's kind of all centered to me. You can't even see his helmet. Yeah. Not great. I, is it supposed to be landscape here? Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good try. Wide receiver of the Washington Redskins, Gary Clark. Oh, yeah. Gary Clark, Art Monk. Those guys uh, played in the Super Bowl. Are you familiar well, with uh, blues guitarist Gary Clark Jr.? I am not. He's great. He's a great blues guitarist. Is that card Gary Clark Sr.? I think that's Gary Clark Sr. We've got New England Patriots defensive end Ray Agnew. I have heard of Ray Agnew. In the three-point stance. I really do like those helmets, though. Yeah. Patriots helmets with the slave owner on there. <laughs> We've got Denver Broncos linebacker Mike Crowell. And I like those. I like those uh jersey, like just the, the combo like the between the helmet and the that blue and orange is nice. This is hot garbage, Patrick. I I'll be honest, like I mean we've gotten nothing. Aeneas Williams is the best we've got. Washington racial slurs running back Ricky Irvins. 
I have heard of Ricky Irvin, but he's hot garbage. Not Ricky as a person, let me clarify, but that card. And we finished with Denver Broncos safety, Dennis Smith. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, right. Which way? Terrible cards. And I was sitting there thinking a while ago that, you know, when you were, we were talking about the uh, Patriot card, that uh, I think it'd be a neat a neat job to be the one photographing players for their cards. <laughs> yeah, somebody really did a crappy job, though, for process. Yeah, they probably only had the job for a year. My goodness. All right, let's move on, because that was hot garbage. Just got to get better after that. I mean, I think that's why you always start with football. I think in the back of your mind, you think it's going to be hot garbage. It can only go up from there. Yeah. That is we want to end on a positive note, not a sour note. That, that's my thought process with that. Okay, 88 Don Russ baseball. This had the Stan Musial puzzle in it. You know how Don Russ had base, uh, the yeah. puzzles. There's Do you remember the Don Russ Kings card that were kind of like cartoonish? Diamond Kings? Yeah, Diamond Kings. I mean, yeah. That's a nice – that's nice. Yeah. Angels infielder slash outfielder. <laughs> Not to be broad or anything. Jack Howell. I thought Jack Howell was a first baseman. I didn't know he played in the outfield. Infield, mm. outfield. He's a utility guy in 88. We've got pitcher for the Astros, Larry Anderson. I had that card. I mean, rarely is there Anderson with a S-E-N at the end. I think that's weird. Cardinals pitcher, Bill Dolly. Nice leg kick. Looks like he's about to do a can opener off the Augusta pool diving board. I was going to say, it looks like he's about to drop and do the old uh, sidearm. He might, yeah. He submarine. But I do like – that is pretty good can opener form. The The farther you can pull that knee up to your chest, yeah. the better your form is. The better the form and you get a good splash. Billy's third baseman. Mike Schmidt. Ooh. Nice card. Hall of Fame Mike Schmidt. Very good card. 88. He was in his prime. Native of Dayton, Ohio. Born in Dayton, Ohio. Pretty cool. Ooh. Patrick Red's infielder. Dave Concepcion. Mm, I got a little fun fact about Dave Concepcion. He scored Major League Baseball's one millionth run. That's an interesting distinction for Dave Concepcion. Remember uh, before Larkin was like great. Before Larkin was great, my dad would always tell me he'll never be as good as Dave Concepcion. Well, beg to differ. Padre. Hard to argue with those old timers though when they – my yeah, dad was the same way. I'm sure my dad came around after like the 95 MVP season. <laughs> Padres infielder Tim Flannery. Tim Flannery. 
he's bewilderment on Tim Flannery's face. I feel like he's probably looking up at the uh, scoreboard before he gets ready to bat and looking at his stats, and he's shocked they're so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not great. Hey, not I great. know what's I know what game we can play sometime. What's that? What would their walk-up song be? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> All right. Giants outfielder Jeffrey Leonard. Ooh. What would his walk-up song be? Jeffrey Leonard looks like the type that probably liked um, – he's a Hootie and a Blowfish fan. Oh, really? I, I think – I don't even know if Hootie was around when – Hootie wasn't even around when Jeffrey Leonard played. I'm thinking Luther Vandross. Ooh. Maybe not a great Is that a stash or a shadow? That's a stash, man. That's a great Van. That's got Luther Vandross or uh, um, like a John Legend type. Oh, my. 88 Donruss, outfielder, Pirates. Barry Bonds, a young Barry Bonds. My goodness. Barry Bonds' rookie year was 87. That's, That's a nice incredible. card. Mm-hmm. Great card. His uh, walk-up song would probably be LL's I'm Gonna Knock You Out. Great in card. reference In reference to the baseball. Great I'm gonna, Yeah. That's a nice card. Braves pitcher Jeff Dedman. Mm. I feel like I've heard of him, but I'm not a country music fan at all. But his walk-up songs, country. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any Garth Brooks song. I'm shameless, probably. Here you go. I like it. Wow, Cubs outfielder Rafael Palmero. Man, this this deck right here is just, or this pack is blowing the football out of the water. 86 would have been his rookie. Man. An was that when he, he was, Look he at was that. a Cub? How many years did he play in Chicago before going to Texas? Not sure. I don't know if I remember him playing been for the his, Cubs. This would have been his third season as a Cub. Hmm. Born in Havana, Cuba, of course. Mets, third baseman, Dave Magadan. I've heard of Dave Magadan, but I can't tell you nothing about him. I feel like I pulled a Dave Magadan every Don Russ pack I ever bought. But uh, I'm not sure. I'm thinking some type of, I don't know, British pop. Yeah, he probably, he probably likes Harry Styles or <laughs> maybe a Spice Girls. Mariners outfielder Mike Kingery. Now, Mike Kingery, he—I think he's a Metallica. I like that. I think I think he would. He kind of resembles Flea, maybe a Red Hot Chili Pepper. Yeah, like that. And I don't know if you uh, have seen the Netflix doc about the Woodstock '99. Not yet. I will watch it. Flea performs totally nude. That's what I heard. It's insane. Flea never really uh, was one who cared much for people's reactions or 
what they thought. I mean, um, in most concerts, he performed in his underwear anyhow, didn't he? Yeah. I remember I was a big fan of the rock and jock basketball, and Flea hit a game-winning shot in, like, 1990 for the bricklayers. I'm curious to know who was Garden Flea that allowed him to hit a game-winning shot. In pointer. Flea fling. I remember the ten point. Flea flings for ten. It was it's a it's an underrated call from Steve Albert, brother of Marv Albert. And on the call in that game, Steve Albert and John Stewart. Ooh. Incredible pair calling that game. I think I might YouTube that later. We got Blue Jays pitcher John Saruti. South Paul, but he's he's definitely walking up to some like Beethoven <laughs> Fifth Symphony. Sim- Sim- say, Fifth Symphony. <laughs> First baseman, twins, Kent Herbeck. He uh he actually walked up to uh Weird Owls I'm fat. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Herbeck was one of the last ones with Cruck that would wear the uh, helmet at first base. Who else did that? John Olrude? John Olrude, that's right. Olrude did too, yeah. Here's your Diamond King. Twins, Gary Gaetti. I was hoping for a Kirby pocket. Yeah, no. Who was the oh, last one was Jack Morris, wasn't it? Yeah. We haven't had that big, that grade of luck, Diamond King. And the last, which is, uh, you know, I posted a picture of Blue Jays. I think it would have been like 85 through 88, uh, George Bell and Lloyd Mosby. Was there Jesse Barfield? This is shortstop Tony Fernandez. Tony Fernandez. He was a nice shortstop in his time. Yes, he was. They had some great teams. I loved the Blue Jays in the 80s. It made me a fan of Bobby Cox. And uh, when Bobby Cox took over for the Braves, I kind of gravitated toward the Braves. Well, one thing about the Braves, you know, at that point in time, TBS showed every televised every one of their games, and that's about the only team we could watch consistently. At the Cubs on WGN. I watched yeah. a lot of Cubs on WGN, became an Andre Dawson fan as a kid. Good call. And I became a fan of Harry Carey. Can you do a Harry Carey impression? I can't do an impression, but I know he used to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I don't know what. And I do. <laughs> hey, guys. All right. Welcome to the <laughs> friendly confines of Wrigley Field. I like Go Harry. I like to have a hot dog. <laughs> All right. Finishing up with 91 Fleer basketball Flair photo cards. I'm willing to say okay. that the basketball will be somewhere in between the baseball and the football. Because I thought the baseball pretty good pack. You got a Bonds, a Schmidt. Yeah. That that young Bonds and young Palmero. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool to see. I really like these cards, though, the 91 Fleer basketball. 
some of my fa- one of my favorite designs. I don't know. It's kind of, I guess, just nostalgic. Uh, we're starting off pretty good here with 91 All-Star team. Man, shorts are short. John Stockton. Look how short those shorts are, man. They're bikini bottoms. <laughs> they are. <laughs> That's ridiculous, dude. Forward Detroit Pistons. The worm, Dennis Rodman. We had him in another pack. It's pack in the yeah. uh, 89 clear. Forward for the Bucks, Fred Roberts. Fred Roberts. He was a Celtic. He's from Brigham Young, isn't he? Does it say on there? Ooh, let's see. He is BYU. Good, good shout, PK. Now he's a former Celtic. All right. This is a. Uh... I mean, blow this up and put it on my wall as a poster because this is my favorite, one of my favorite guys ever in this sport. New York Knicks coach Pat Riley. Nice. He's like one of my idols, man. Riles is a – He's a Kentucky boy. Yeah, and one of the greatest basketball minds of any era. I don't think that you can doubt that. Uh, this is just a 91 All-Star Game photo. I don't know. Who's stretch. jumping there? Is that Ron Harper? Um, it is Alvin Robertson. Alvin Robertson, Milwaukee Bucks. About to dunk one. Forward, Houston Rockets. Otis Thorpe. Good player. Good player. What What college do you know? No, I don't know Otis Thorpe. Providence. I love the back of these cards, too. Oh, that is nice. Love those. Uh, forward. New Jersey Nets. D.C. Derek Coleman. Oh, that's Syracuse. I like Derek Coleman. I think this would have been his second year. Yeah. What year are these? These are 91. So, not going into the 91-92 season. Wow, uh, the coach cards are hot. Bulls, Bill Jackson. That's probably two, arguably, the greatest coach. You know, you throw in Pop in the same conversation with those two, but my goodness. Right. That's nice. Uh, center, league leaders, Houston Rockets, Akeem, Akeem. the Dream Olajuwon. He's nice. been in, a, and we've pulled him a lot. Tower of Power. That's this right. The, I remember in one of our drafts, we. This is the season he had the eye injury and uh, wore the goggles for a while. He he claimed sixth place on the NBA shot blocking list after the ninety ninety one season. We got center for the Dallas Mavericks, Herb Williams. Herb Williams. I feel like we've pulled a Herb Williams before, too. Rumbling Herb. Yeah, man, he played so long. Because this, I mean, this was even before his New York Knicks days. All right, we got guard, Clippers. 
Bo Kimball. Oh, Bo. Loyola Marymount. Right. Shot the left-handed free throws for his boy Hank Gathers. Probably one of the most memorable moments. And But if you remember back in those days, Marymount would put up 125, 130 a game. Right. Even after Hank Gathers' death, they were scoring like that. Hank Gathers, one of those guys, kind of like Lynn Bias. You know, I would have loved to have seen. Yeah, and and uh, Reggie. Reggie uh, Lewis, yeah. To rewind, Herb Williams College is, uh, you know. Mm-mm. Ohio State University. Oh, no, I would not have got that. I was thinking ACC. Milwaukee Bucks coach Dell Harris. Three coach cards are a little ridiculous, I would say. But if you're going to put three coach cards, at least they put three brilliant basketball minds. Dell Harris may still be helping a team. Right. Dell Harris coached a long time. Orlando Magic guard slash forward, Otis Smith. What year did the uh, Magic? Come and into Hornets. the league. Uh, I guess that would be eighty nine, ninety, right? Oh, I, I was thinking. I was thinking before. I mean, I was thinking that might have been their first car, but that could have been their second. Well, not sure. When when did Shaq and uh, Shaq Shaq was drafted in ninety two draft? Okay, that's right. And Penny's later than that. Yeah, Penny would have been. 93 or 94. Right. Okay. Yeah, Otis Smith, uh, you're never going to guess the college. No, I, I couldn't tell you. Jacksonville University, second-round pick of the Denver Nuggets. And we finish with forward center for the Cleveland Cavaliers, John Hot Rod Williams. Is that hot rod or hot plate? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's hot rod Williams. Is he a Cavalier, Virginia? Uh, no, he was a Cleveland Cavalier, but before that, he was a Tulane Green Wave. No, I. For some reason, I thought he was a Virginia. I was way off. Look I'm at that stash, man! I think he could pass as a twin to Jeffrey Leonard. <laughs> John Hot Rod Williams, he had the flat top and the stash. I want to know Killing if him them. and Jeffrey Leonard are twins, separated at birth. Oh, I think you were right. The basketball was in between the football and the baseball, probably. The and basketball we, started out hot. We did. John get, Stockton, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson. Dennis but Rodman. When th- Rodman. But, when a few, but I'd say when two of your best five cards are coaches. Yeah, not good. Come on, junk wax box. Yeah. Throwing three coaches' cards in a pack. How many cards are in a pack? 15, 10? Uh, anywhere between 12 and 17. Some, right. some packs so have 17. You say 312, so 25, 25% of that pack were coaches. But we did have a pack in this box that had seven. It was that premier baseball yeah, premier I, I remember. stuff. I remember thinking to myself, where did the other half of that pack go? <laughs> so, episode 10 in the books, that finishes this box. So we'll give him a shout-out, junkwaxbox.com. 
go subscribe. Get some cards, man. It's fun. Uh, want to give a shout out to Brandon Hargett. So he's a faithful listener and uh, played golf with him on Sunday. He had some uh, nice things to say about the pod. Uh, he, I actually uh, ate dinner with Brandon on Saturday night, and he uh, very complimentary of the podcast. We talked about it for a while, but uh, I hated not to be able to play, man. But if I played, that means you probably wasn't there. That's right. So I'm glad so, you got to enjoy it, and that's thanks. a good group of guys. And then, you know, I I got to eat dinner with uh, Coach Irvin as well, yeah, and shout, uh, shout I was really hoping Coach he – yeah, I was really hoping he'd be able to stay and at least ride in a cart. And if nothing else, you know, Coach is very good for, you know, comedic value and he's awesome. bring a lot of fun to it. But, you know, he just wasn't up to it. So, uh, shout out. Coach thinks next year he'll be uh, healthy enough to play. So, good. we're hoping so. <coughs> well. Hey, before uh, we go, man, what about the Kentucky Wildcat football team? Going down to the swamp and draining Man, I was so impressed with their defense. I, like, Me too. Couldn't believe how they just stepped up in every big spot, like just making plays all over the place. Well, and what kind of impressed me the most was if you think about, you know, Florida had a – you know, a lot of people said that Florida had an impressive week one win. Um, Utah would probably – I know they ranked them seventh in the first poll, but that was very overrated. And if Utah was in the SEC, they'd probably be middle of the pack at best. You know, I think they're probably better than Missouri, probably better than Bandy, mm -hmm. maybe South Carolina, you know, some years, or Ole Miss or whatever. Auburn's down a little bit. But still, you know, Kentucky, you know, after week one, Anthony Richardson was listed as a Heisman candidate because of his running ability. He had four rushing yards against Kentucky. So, shout out to their defensive line and their linebackers because they just flat shut them down. And the coaching staff. I mean, oh, the, Brad scouting, yeah. the scouting was unreal. I mean, uh, there were – I think they said nine NFL teams represented with scouts for that game because of the the quarterback matchup that, uh, on, in, on game day. Uh, they were saying um, that this was the Super Bowl of quarterback prospects for the season. Wow. Uh, I don't think Rich Richardson sure didn't impress, but uh, Levis didn't do a whole lot. But I, what I liked about Levis was like his boys. You know, they had a lead. He, he threw it out of bounds on third down, took the field goal. I, I feel like with Levis, I feel like he made money on Saturday. I don't think he definitely didn't hurt himself. But, you know, the one thing about Levis, and I think he's very good at managing the game, mm -hmm. you know. But I think where you just hit the nail on the head, which makes his growth and maturity from last year to this year, last year, I don't know if he would have thrown those balls out of bounds. I think he would have tried to make a play and then result in an INT or maybe even a fumble or a sack and take you out of field goal range or whatever. But I'm telling you, man, this team has a legit chance since they're at home against Georgia. Now, granted, they got a lot of tough games before Georgia. Yeah. And Georgia looked really good in week one against Oregon. But I'm just telling you, if we're going to beat Georgia, this is the year. I don't man. know about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dude. I'm just saying this. This I don't know. I don't know if Kentucky is going to have as good a football team as they have this year for a while. You're right. 
when they when they when Levis gets drafted, they drop off a little bit at the quarterback position. Now, with the transfer portal the way it is now, they may be able to go out and find somebody. But and I know Georgia's really, really, really good, but I think this is probably the best football team Kentucky's had in the Mark Stoops era. Georgia would win the AFC South. And they had 15, <laughs> they had fifteen guys drafted last year or something like. And it's they crazy. reloaded. They reloaded, yeah. dude. They made Oregon look like a JV team. Hey, I got hope for my cats, man. Oh, I think I'm, with the being with the being at hey about. with the being at Commonwealth or Kroger Field, I yeah. think it's the best chance they'll have. Yeah, probably the best chance they'll have to knock off a number one team because I don't see Georgia coming off that number one uh, ranking. Ever, I, I mean, I last tough, last man. year I really thought you know Alabama would get them, uh, and it was you know it it was competitive. It's just hard to go against Nick Saban in those one one game, you know. But um, and I need you to do me a favor before next week. I need you to contact Steve Kelch, use your pool, and yeah. see if they'll do something to allow the teams who were unfortunately knocked out in week week one of King of the Hill to pay $20 more and get back in. I had an idea to start uh, another King of the Hill, like, um, I don't know, the XFL of King of the Hill. And we'll call it uh, Prince of the Hill since we've already been eliminated. Queen of the Hill. Queen of the Hill. I'm in. You started, I'm in. Queen of the Hill, we'll, $20 and we'll start on week two. That's right. <laughs> and see everyone get knocked out in week two. And to all of you all left in King of the Hill, I hope you all tie and lose. <laughs> no doubt. I'm bit, I'm bitter right now. That that's got to be a rough way to lose is to tie. Yeah, and the and I know people who who paid for two teams and they yeah. took the Bengals and the Titans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, man, it's so, been uh, fun again, brother. Yeah, it's been awesome. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube, um, and share. Share, share, share. Um, and Apple, uh, subscribe to that. Subscribe to that Apple feed. If nothing, just like turn it on and give me a listen on there because Peru is really is really knocking it out of the park on Apple. And uh, give us a, a subscribe on uh, Spotify as well. But uh, keep those YouTube subscribe uh, subscriptions going up. Uh, keep liking it. Thanks a lot. This has been Junk Wax Pod, Episode 10. Thanks, PK. See you next week. Yes, sir.